Let's talk sports. Sports Central on your radio this Thursday afternoon. Sports Central brought to you by Hollywood Signs. Sitting in the air chairs and ready to go, Jenna Kidd and your host, Mark McCollum. Eric, thank you so much. Throwing a little different, little different sound to start off the show today. Yeah, no. Are you talking about the music or you? Oh uh, yeah, I guess both. I okay. guess both. Uh, no, it's yeah, we, we normally don't go in with that kind of smooth vibe, uh, but I liked it. I'm feeling smooth yeah, today. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, what. Yeah. Um, but no, we love your voice, and we're so happy to have I love you your as voice. a host. Thank you. This is awesome. I'm so happy Amazing. to have you. Incredible. All the above. Round of applause for, oh, of applause. for us. For us. <laughs> Jenna, we're joined. We almost have a live studio audience here. We are joined by one of the amazing interns you have recruited, Abby Fell. Hey, guys. Uh, no one can hear you, Abby. Yeah, you your microphone's like anyway. off, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no. You are. Oh, she's on? Now you Abby is now on the air. Hey, guys. Let's go. Abby <laughs> on the go. air. Made her debut. Right. No, she thought she was going to be silent. <laughs> Uh, all it took was five seconds. Yeah, right. Uh, now she's like, no, Eric, turn uh, it off. But, but welcome. <laughs> but welcome. Welcome on the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited. We always encourage um, this opportunity for, you, for interns to join us. Of course. Of course. Um, but let's talk some sports before we get, get too far off the tracks here. Yeah, no one wants that to hear about happens. Abby anymore. We're we, always we very focused. We're always very focused. Let's go. Uh, Jeanette, we have to lead off with this. We have a national champion. We have a national national champion to celebrate um, our very own Lakeland's very own Southeast University's baseball team, uh, they won their second NAI national championship in five years on Friday. And that was kind of a crazy finish because I was watching it Thursday night. They were um, they were down, I think, five to four, and then they were or it was tied five to five, bottom of the seventh. They were at the plate, bases loaded, nobody out, so they were about to strike and open the floodgates mm-hmm. on Lewis Clark State, um, and it ended up getting postponed. Weather? To Friday morning, yeah. So it got mm-hmm. postponed due to weather. There was a huge thunderstorm that came in up in uh, Lewis and Idaho. Um, so it got postponed. I think they started to play again eight o'clock in the morning. I think in, in the uh, Pacific time, and wow. Southeastern did not take long to wake up at all. <laughs> they scored six runs. They resumed play. Uh, bases loaded. Nobody out. Bottom of the seventh. Ended up winning that game 11-5 to to, again, win their second NAI National Championship in five uh, years. Brian Fuentes was named the tournament MVP, posting a 391 average over six games with five home runs, seven RBIs, drew five walks. So uh, they join our circle of champions um, for the All Sports Awards. Yes, and we're happy to have them. Um, it's going to be a great night and very excited for next Tuesday. I know it... you are looking forward to it so I know, much. It's... You have been working so hard. Ryan, Ryan Buckley. Uh, working so hard on this, and yeah. it's going to be a great event. It's it's a, it's a really important event, um, especially to honor all of the Polk County athletes. You know, um, they're they're awesome and they're crushing it. I mean, we have over thirteen state champions between teams and individuals, so um, there's no there's no shortage of awesomeness in sports around here. So very excited to honor all of them. Yeah, next Tuesday. Yeah, definitely is a great, such a unique experience mm-hmm. to have that much talent from the area. All yes. in one room. Yes, and many of many of them are young, yeah. freshmen, sophomore, and they're already yeah. so we expect dominated. them to be back in years to come as well. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Now moving back towards more of a um, the high school scene, the Ledger uh, they've they always release their all county uh, teams throughout the year on different sports in the fall, winter, and spring. Uh, this week, earlier this week, they released their all county girls tennis and boys weightlifting teams of the year. Uh, Jenna. Give us a sneak peek of the tennis, girls' tennis team of the year. 
Okay, so Player of the Year is Peyton Batilla out of Auburndale. She will also be celebrated um, on Tuesday. Coach of the Year is Kevin Mulling out of Auburndale as well. First team, we have Ava Harris from McKeel, Brooke Williams, Lakeland Christian, Namari Ortiz, Davenport, Darla Joseph, uh, Haynes City. So congratulations yeah. to all of those hardworking ladies and Mr. Kevin. Um, for all their hard work this year in tennis. Yeah, great, uh, great collection of talent. Really cool to see the um, how broad it is over the county. Like it's not just in one area, not in one city in the county. It's all over the place, all the way up to Davenport, Haines City, Lakeland, uh, and then all there in Auburndale. Really cool for Auburndale to have the coach and player of the year. I think they went to states for the first time in school history too. I think they did as well. Yeah. I know Peyton did. Um, I'm not sure if she finished, but I know that she went to states. I believe. Um, but, you know, looking at Namari, that's really cool because Davenport, this is her first year. Right. So, you know, she she's making Coming a name out for with her, a bang. Yeah, she's making a name for herself um, and the Broncos. I believe they are the Broncos. Um, so, no, that's that's awesome. Hopefully we see her up there many more times. Yeah, absolutely. And then moving on to uh, weightlifting. We have. Oh, go ahead. Did you, oh, you take sorry. it over. Okay, okay. <laughs> we job. have the weightlifter of the year is Jeremy McQueen out of Lake Gibson. Coach of the year is Gilbert Jones out of Auburndale. First team, we have uh, Luke Marcano out of George Jenkins, Gavin Chastain, Auburndale, Michael Head, Lake Wales, John Bergio, Lake Gibson, Ace Outlaw, Lake Wales, Alec Harrison, McKeel, Jaden DeMaria from Auburndale, Cody Mitchell, Auburndale, Brent Nutting, Lakeland, uh, Mitchell Kane, Lake Wales, Larry Jones, Lakeland, Aquarius Ward, Auburndale and Cody Chiselsum uh, out of Auburndale. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. Really, a lot of schools there with multiple athletes on this list. Yes, and many of these Auburndale athletes, uh, mixture, you know, of uh, Lake Gibson and Lake, Lake Wales as well, are going to be honored again on uh, Tuesday. So very, very excited um, to have them and, you know, kind of put a face to the name, actually yeah. kind of meet these people that we're talking about all yeah, the time. Yeah, it would be cool to see them all. We get to actually, you know, we don't sound as creepy. We're like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm a real person. Hey. Remember when I talked about you on radio? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, let me tell you what. If you need people to help you move anywhere, I mean, this has got to be the list you want to call first. Oh. If you're going to be weightlifting. Oh, 100%. And out boxes all day, furniture. I mean, this is the team of people you got to call. Uh-huh. Yeah. We need to get this together. If only we had their contact information. Ooh. That, that came off weird. <laughs> Abby, you've kind of had a unique perspective on this. Um, you've kind of been drinking out of the fire hose, really kind of getting involved, kind of up leading up to the event. Um, talk yeah. about kind of your experience coming from, you know, not coming from Polk County, but coming from outside the county and learning all about these, uh, these great uh, athletes. Well, I think it's awesome because we didn't have anything like this where I went to high school. So getting to know everything and just like having everyone be celebrated is really cool. Because that doesn't happen a lot. So, and this is a big county. So, it's real. And there's a lot of people. I've been doing all the accesses and all the invitations and things like that. There's a lot going on behind it. So, it's really, it's really awesome. And I'm excited to be there on Tuesday. Absolutely. Yes, of course. And we're excited to have you as well. Um, but kind of switching over to the football side. We can't talk enough football here. We can't. Do you want to take this one away? I think you'll do great. Do you really? I do. I Thank you. Mm-hmm. I believe in myself as well. Perfect. <laughs> um, it's football transfer season, uh, not only at the collegiate level, uh, but it's really kind of shaking down to the high school level as well. And they, mm -hmm. there was some big news uh, this week. Uh, Cormani McLean 
uh, one of the top, the I think is the second in the uh, recruit in the nation, mm-hmm. uh, defensive back from Lake Gibson is transferring over to Lakeland High. Um, so McLean was the is the Ledger's big school defensive player of the year the past two seasons. Uh, as I mentioned, one of the top recruits in the country. He was the top, top recruit in the state. Um, so that'll be interesting. It'll be nice to celebrate him at the uh, All Sports Awards yes. uh, coming up on Tuesday. Yes, it will be. Um, glad we get to you know honor him one more time as a Brave before he switches over to Lakeland. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a huge... Uh, what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? A huge good luck to him. And when yes. the season starts and everything. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't remember the word. I couldn't remember good luck, but it's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, but Lakeland, speaking of Lakeland, they're compiling a whole depth of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting another transfer. Uh, this one from Kathleen Shadarian Harris uh, transferring to Lakeland Harris, uh, as I mentioned, coming from Kathleen High. is currently committed to the University of Pittsburgh. So really amazing for, for Lakeland to get two uh, top defensive players. Mm-hmm. Top top recruits in this in their class um, coming, so we'll see what they can do. I think they're wanting to respond. Respond. Um, I think Lake Gibson beat them in the playoffs last year, so um, they're definitely wanting to uh, make their mark again. Um, but speaking, kind of keeping it local, keeping it collegiate as well. Um, interesting story I found on the ledger: former Lakeland Christian baseball player Ty Evans. Uh, he's been a key contributor to the University of Florida's baseball team as a freshman this season. Uh, he was actually drafted in the Major League Baseball draft, uh, but he chose to go the college route. He hit 267 on the season, four home runs, uh, 12 RBIs. He had a key hit in the SEC tournament against South Carolina. He roped a double down the left field line in the 10th inning, later scoring the game-winning run. Uh, fortunately for Evans and the Gators, they lost to the Oklahoma Sooners in the NCAA Regionals. Oh, but still an amazing, amazing season, amazing game, amazing uh, last couple finish to the uh, to the season for Ty Evans. Yeah, so I was reading um, that article, and you know, I believe the coach was like, you know, he could easily go on and play in the MLB. He's that good. He he can do it. But he wanted to kind of step back and take, you know, he took this as an opportunity to grow and learn as a player. Um, so I think that's really really big of him because you know, not many people. Not many people, you know, do that. They'd, you know, rather choose MLB. So it's really awesome to see him succeeding at Florida. Exactly. Well, Jenna, we are not done talking sports. We've got so much ahead. Um, But coming up in this next second segment, we're going to be talking to Joanne Alcorn from the Air Race Classic. Learn more about that. All this and more when we come back on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. All right. You ready to? We're talking sports. Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by the Holiday Inn Winter Haven. Here's Abby, Jenna, and Mark. Thank you, Eric. I was just too excited. I could not wait to get back talking sports again. We're talking more sports here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7, joined by Jenna Kidd and Abby Fell. We're also joined by Joanne Alcorn from the Airways Classic. Uh, Joanne, how are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks so much for your time. We're looking forward to this uh, conversation about this really interesting event. Uh, For those who haven't heard of it before, what is the Air Race Classic? Give us some background information. The Air Race Classic is a women's transcontinental air race that actually has its roots uh, from 1929 when Amelia set up the first derby to demonstrate that women could race aircraft. 
the idea of air racing goes back uh, to the early 20s, but women were not permitted. Well, since Amelia's race, and she came in third on that particular race, uh, it has been 90 years of women's air racing. Uh, this wow. is the longest-running cross-country air race in the world. And it's going to be hosted this year at Lakeland Lindner International Airport. Amazing. Huge get for Lakeland uh, to start this, uh, to be the starting point for this amazing race. So much history behind it. Um, how, where, how many teams are there? How many pilots are there per team? Um, what, is that, what does that format look like? There are going to be 47 uh, competing uh, teams, each team must have two or three pilots. Uh, we have about a hundred uh, racers, and they range in age from 17 to 93. Uh, there are 15 college teams from all over the United States and from every profession that you can imagine. It's just women who love flying and want to test their skills and meet other women in a competitive setting. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. That sounds like a uh, honestly really cool. a great, great time. Really cool, yeah. um, so kind of looking, how does the race work? Is it, you know, literally like whoever gets to Terre Haute, Indiana first, or is there like a point system or kind of how does that look? All right. Uh, since every aircraft basically flies differently, uh, to even out the uh, competition, each aircraft is handicapped for best performance, sort of like a golf handicap. Uh, so once you have that, then the race course, which is about 2,400 miles, it's divided into nine segments, and at each point in that, those nine segments, there's a timing point. And there are low flybys uh, so that you're going as fast as you possibly can over a designated mark, and you're timed. And those times are adjusted by your handicap. Then at the very end, they take a look at all of those, add up all of the times, uh, reduce those times by any penalties that you may have incurred, and uh, whoever comes out with the best score at that point is the winner. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. It's, wow. It, sound, it sounds very really interesting, kind of competing against yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Joanne, what, are there any qualifications? Are they competing in previous races or previous tests um, to be able to compete in this uh, Aries Classic? Good question. Uh, no. Uh, and 50% of our teams are first-time teams. Uh, they are low-time pilots to uh, airline pilots. So there's no requirement except that they meet a few basic uh, flight experience requirements. They have to have 500 hours or an instrument rating, and then they can enter. Great. Um, Another question I was curious about, what does the day-to-day look like? I mean, you're in the air for a long time. I mean, well, what, does that, what does that look like? All right. Everybody has a slightly different strategy. Uh, since there are nine legs and you have four days to do those nine legs, uh, you might look at the weather. 
you're you're going to be going after the best uh, winds, the best time of day to fly. So depending on what the conditions look like, you might choose to do two legs in a day. And maybe one of those legs is first thing in the morning, and the second leg might be toward the end of the day. Uh, whatever it looks best to you, when you first get up in the morning, you finalize your strategy and you fly. Uh, most aircraft, uh, well, the, the race itself is designed for a 172, which is a basic training plane for four-seater uh, that gives uh, the moderate aircraft uh, competitive uh, position. They will start early. Uh, they will fly a leg, which might be two or three hours, depending on the aircraft and the winds. Then they might, uh, most aircraft have to land for fueling. A few of them have extended tanks and so that they could actually do two legs. But most will stop. They'll take a, uh, a look at weather. Uh, they'll have something to eat. Uh, they may do a, uh, have a nap if they're tired, uh, whatever it looks like, and then they get in the aircraft and fly their next leg. Uh, they have to be in at race sunset, which is usually about 8.30 at night. And they'll have a hotel, and somebody at the local airport uh, will carry their goods and uh, take them to the airport and pick them up in the morning. So it's uh, going to be different for every team. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, Joanna, running out of time, where quickly, uh, where can people go to follow the racers? Can they keep track of them on social media or a website? There is a website. It's airraceclassic.org. Spelled out, airraceclassic.org. And on the homepage, you can watch the aircraft come into Lakeland starting probably about Tuesday or Wednesday. You can actually watch them come in. And then on the 21st through the 24th, you can actually watch the teams as they transition through the course. Great. Great. Well, Joanne, thank you so much. Really, really loved enjoy, uh, listening more, learning more about this event. And I uh, look forward to it. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Great. Have a great night. Thank you so much. All right. Well, that was Joanne Alcorn uh, with the Air Race Classic. Uh, really great event. Uh, mm -hmm. Really looking forward to it. Um, I'm really amazing. We have it uh, start in Lakeland yes. over at Southern it's, Fun. It's an awesome concept. It's yeah. an, uh, an awesome kind of thing. I didn't know this existed. I didn't know that air racing was still a thing going on oh yeah so very much it, so it's very very cool very cool well we'll talk more about that uh and all so much more we're still going to talk about pro sports and a national landscape and then more locally um when we return here on sports central talk radio 96.7 we are talking sports sports central and our sponsor for this segment is life floor we're talking sports with Abby, Jenna, and your host is Mark McCollum. I mean, what a classic I to come no, back into. I have no idea what the song is, but I vibe. Are you kidding me? No. Eric, can you believe that? You don't know the Rolling Stones? Oh, the Rolling Stones. 
No? I've never. I don't know. <laughs> ring a bell. No, they ring a bell. But okay. Like, eh, sports. Let's talk about sports. 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 We're not here to talk about music. Great segue. Selling song. Yeah. I mean, looks do some research tonight, Maybe, maybe. But. Gonna um, miss you. <laughs> no, but a huge <laughs> shout out to Life Floor for putting in that beautiful stage out in uh, Winter Haven at MLK Park on Lake Silver. Yes. Um, it's it's awesome. If you haven't been down there to look at the park and see it, definitely need to get out there. Um, it's that beautiful. Is, yeah, that's actually going to be the host site for our IWWF World Show Ski Tournament that's coming in October. So be on the lookout for that I as well. I think that's actually where Buckley's at right now, right? Uh, maybe. I think he's just so consumed by water ski, he just can't get enough of it. Maybe. And so he just can't. I think it's where he's working from. He's working remote from out there. Out there. He's in there swimming. He's yeah. just like on the computer swimming. And he's doing all there. the water tests and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the Rolling Stones, we're going to be rolling into this next segment um, talking about. Was that a bit of a stretch there? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Getting thumbs up here from, yeah. from people in the studio. Um, we're talking about baseball. Abby, you played softball, if I remember correctly, right? Um, till seventh grade, yeah. Okay, so you're pretty much a pro at this point. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this time we're talking Major League Baseball. Uh, Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay Rays, they wrapped up their three-game interleague series against the St. Louis Cardinals earlier today. Um, I believe they won 2-1. to one. Let me double-check that score. But, uh, Jenna, what happened earlier this week with the Rays? Um, they won the first game 4-2, to two, and the offense broke out in game two yesterday, winning 11-3. to three. 11-3. They ended up winning 2-1 to one today, and Tyler is going to love this. He's going to love listening to me say this, because G-Man Choi, <laughs> his favorite player, the bane of my existence, <laughs> essentially, uh, he was their only offense today. G-Man Choi, 1-for-3, uh, has hit a two-run home run in the bottom of the fourth, giving the Rays their 2-1 uh, win. So congrats to G-Man Choi. I am sure the trough went bananas when he hit that home run. They love, they love G-Man Choi. Oh, have you been there when they when he comes to bat? I've never been to a race. Really? Game. You have mm-hmm. to go. You have to go when G Man Choi's playing because man, they love it. They just chant G Man Choi. And he's a great, great player, a uh, great, great person to have um on their team. Um But great. not great when you like the Orioles and they play each other, right? Um sure. Okay. Let's go with that. Okay. Let's go about we're coming up for the Rays. Uh they visit the Minnesota Twins this weekend. And are in New York against the Yankees for three games starting on Monday. Uh, the Rays seven games out of first place. Yankees in the AL East. General happened with the Detroit Tigers, our uh, semi-local Detroit Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Tigers have been playing well as, as of late, winning six of their last ten games. Um, they have a day off today, returning to action tomorrow when they host the Toronto Blue Jays for a three-game set this weekend. Um, they're nine games currently um, back from first place Twins but only six and a half games back from a wild card spot. Um, but some unfortunate news for Detroit as they are shutting down Casey Mize for a few weeks. Um, he is on the 60-day injured list, but fe- but felt some discomfort while playing catch. Um, he'll be shut down while seeking more options on his elbow sprain. Yeah, really unfortunate for Detroit there. One of their top performer, um, their first overall pick uh, a few years ago. This is an amazing pitcher. Um Top talent, top young talent in baseball. Uh, had a great season last year. Looking forward to him. They were looking forward to him uh, rebounding this year. Not rebounding, but just progressing even mm-hmm. further um, towards the top of their rotation. But to see him go down the 60-day DL, injured list now, um, 
just a big blow for them and their young pitching staff. Yeah, but they actually, um, I believe that Detroit sends all injured players to Lakeland to rehab and, you know, just get back into the flow of the game. So there might be a chance that Casey might be down here rehabbing and working his way back to go back up to Detroit. So that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad that he's hurt. But it's, it's going to be like a cool experience to be able to watch him. Yeah, he's likely already in market. And when he comes back uh, to where he can play again, he's going to have to do some rehab uh, mm-hmm. starts. So he's likely going to play here in Lakeland for the Flying Tigers. Yes. And we'll give an update on them um, in our next segment. Um, but moving on with the NBA, uh, they're in the midst of the NBA Finals. Uh, their last round before they crowned a champion, uh, they played last night. Boston took a 2-1 series lead uh, with their 116-100 win. Over the Golden State Warriors, Jalen Brown scored 27 points, grabbing nine rebounds for the Celtics, while Steph Curry poured in 31 points for the Warriors. Uh, something to keep an eye on is the health status of Steph Curry. He got uh, he was in a scramble for a loose ball last night. He got his foot rolled on uh, by Al Horford of the Celtics, um, so he's unable to go. It's going to be tough for Golden State to muster um, a good offensive tag. I wanted to ask you on this about this. Have you, did you see the play? This play yeah. that where he got his foot rolled over. Well, have you ever seen someone like it's, never... it's a loose ball and people are diving for it? Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you think that's a dirty play if someone purposely dives? Um, not purposely. I don't know. When they, <laughs> this is a great, great question. Very long question. Um, when someone dives and their ankle gets hurt, or they, you know, maybe purposely kind of land on their on their ankle or foot, and they end up getting hurt. Is that like a dirty, dirty play in your eyes? If someone did that to someone else, like lands on yeah. them purpose, yeah. Did you oh, ever do 100%. that? No. 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 I, not, I would... not even in soccer. <clears throat> no. No. But really, is that no. called a slide tackle? No. I would, <laughs> you know, it's definitely you need to go for the ball. If you're going for anything other than the ball, it's you know, it's blatantly your. So yes, to... yes, and I'm not saying Al Horford like purposely went for yeah. for Seth Curry's ankles. I mean that I would never say that. But I mean, if you're going for the ball and their leg, their foot, their knee happens to be there. I mean, you can't help that. Mm-mm. If you're just going for the ball, I mean, what's there is there. Because I've been in that situation where I've gotten rolled on playing basketball in high school. It's scary. <laughs> it, it is very scary because I came up and my there was like a sharp pain in my knee. I was like, oh, career's over. Right. Well, career ended up being over anyway, but <laughs> not for that reason. But you want to know what else is scary? Tell me. Draymond Green. Oh, you are I- not a fan. No. We're not here to say like, opinions. Like I said, we're not here to say opinions, <clears throat> so I'm only going to say facts. I despise him. Mm. Did you not watch him play yesterday? It's, it's tough. You know, but he didn't have much of an impact yesterday compared to the game, the game he had in game two. I think he had two points and fouled out. He's been, he, they played three games and he's fouled out of two of them. He has some anger issue. Like Jason Tatum and him when he was literally trying to like grab him and pull yeah. him around. It's just I you know, can't that, stand him. That is just kind of the role and the player that he is. Uh, he's an agitator. He wants to get in the other team's uh, head, get under their skin. He gets in my head. He gets he, under he, my he's, skin. See, he's doing a good job. He's doing a he's good job. Your head, right? And yeah. I'm not even playing. It's affecting your work. <laughs> it is. All I think about is how much I don't like him. I just look at your office. <laughs> you're just sitting there mustering over Draymond Green. Yeah, I'm like, Dream I have like a dartboard with his face, and I just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. I really don't. But so Jenna will not be leading the Draymond Green fan club anytime soon. <laughs> Um, but so Buckley isn't here. He's usually our hockey savant. Um, but we're gonna give it a go. The Lightning took it. They looked to advance to the Stanley Cup final uh, for a chance to uh, win their third straight championship uh, and make them the second team to do so since the Islanders in the '80s. He's a 
Buckley's a big Islanders fan. Huge Islanders so fan. Always, so always fun to incorporate him into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lightning won back-to-back games, tying the series at two apiece. Uh, they beat the Rangers 4-1 to one in Game 4, looking to take a series lead in Game 5 tonight at 8 p.m. in New York. Uh, game 6, uh, for our local fans, is Saturday at 8 p.m. in Tampa. So if you want to get a chance to uh, cheer on the Lightning, be the thunder, as they say, uh, definitely a chance to do so. It's crazy. Like They start so late. Like eight in the basketball game yesterday was nine. They started at nine. I know. Which I was kind of surprised about because I figured nine kind of makes sense when they're when in you're, when California. you're in on the West Coast mm-hmm. playing in Golden State. But when you're in Boston, I mean, yeah. Eastern Standard Time, it's I was kind of fine bedtime. Oh yeah, nine o'clock. I was like, I need yeah. to be in bed. Yeah, you gotta go. Got I got work, work in the I gotta morning. Work, I got to go report to Neil Duncan. Oh, yes, I do. He does not take any slackers. No, 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 no. I don't know. I gotta have my beauty sleep. <laughs> no, you don't, Jenna. Oh, that was beautiful really every nice day. You look very nice today. So do you. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. I don't think we've ever been this complimentary on this show Mm-mm. ever. It doesn't feel right. No, it uh, But feels somehow weird. it does. Yeah. We'll let it I need to. I need to simmer on this uh, during our break. <laughs> but we, when we come back, uh, we're going to bring it more local, talking some local sports, talk some Florida Tropics, Lakeland Flying Tigers, all the local events that are coming up in the area. So stay tuned to Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. All right, like it or not, fourth and final segment, Sports Central, brought to you by the Hampton Inn Winter Haven. We've got Abby, we've got Jenna, and making these weird hand signals, your host, Brian, <laughs> um, Mark McCollum. It's okay. Yeah. I know, Buckley is, is formerly his... You have to is, annoy it. This is his seat. <laughs> I feel, I feel just, like just, I'm stealing a seat. Yeah, you are. Where do you know Oh, jeez. I sit where you're sitting. Oh, so, anyway, uh, but Eric, thank you so much for playing the YMCA. We were we were starving for it we earlier. Were, we were. We were just obviously we, were. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we love we love the YMCA. Uh, but yeah, this segment brought to us uh, by the Hampton Inn Winter Haven, great partner of ours over in the Winter Haven area. Great for all the Fieldhouse events um, and the Chain of Lake events as well. The base, beautiful baseball complex. Um, big event happening Winter Haven coming up. Actually, no, not in Winter Haven. Actually, right across the street. I'm trying to make a segue there to this event. But the USDA um, baton twirling. Or no. Jeez. I am butchering (laughs) it. You know what? We're just going to wait (laughs) until we get to the local events section of this segment to talk about local events. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I should stick to the script. Who writes these things anyway? (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, But we're going to try something new today, Jenna. We're going to try a little game. I'm going to read a headline for, for you from the ledger, our lovely partners at the ledger. Uh, and you're going to have to guess what this story is about. I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong, and we're going to talk about the story regardless. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you nervous? Nope. I'm kind of nervous. I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so headline, Lake Wales has built over 30 years what the 1992 team started. Easy. That's about softball. It's oh, it's, okay. it's It's softball. We, they've, they went back to the state, uh, the state championships for the first time in 30 years, right? Did you cheat? I've read that before. You've read that before? I should know. You are a ledger I work, fan. Listen, we work in sports. <laughs> yeah. We need yeah. to like read. That, that was tough. We need to read. Like, we'll have to workshop that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll different headlines, right? <laughs> we'll have to workshop that. But yeah, as you mentioned, the Lakewell softball team, uh, they went back to States um, after 30 years. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. And that's another group uh, or a, a few of them that we get to celebrate. Um, Coach Settle out there and then Zamaya McBurrows, um, hitter of the year. So very, very excited to see them on Tuesday. So we'll workshop that idea. 
Yeah. Uh, we're always trying to bring our listeners uh, the very best and latest content. Yeah. Um, so we'll workshop it. We'll, we'll get in the lab, <laughs> as they say, um, and come back with some with some great stuff. Um, but looking at some other local pro, or not other, just local pro sports. Man, we are crashing and burning in this final segment. You are. Now, we're all in this together, Jenna. <laughs> We're all in this together. Okay. Uh, but the Florida Tropics, uh, they are nearing the end of their regular season. Um, but for them, two veterans, they played last week, two veterans who have been with the Tropics in all four of their United Premier Soccer League seasons helped Florida secure a 2-2 tie with the Clearwater Chargers Saturday night. Uh, Victor Pereiras scored in the first half, but the Tropics found themselves uh, on the short end of a 2-1 score at intermission at our home, Lake Royal Sports Park. Uh, shout out. Um, it appeared that that would be the how the night would might end until Melvin uh, Boateng was able to get the equalizer late in the second half to secure the Tropics a much needed point, uh, setting up a showdown with Lakeland United on Saturday, uh, June 11th at Lake Merrill Sports Complex with the winner of that game guaranteeing themselves a spot in the UPSL Florida West Premier Playoffs. Well, like since they're both Polk County teams, I guess good luck to both. It's a win-win scenario. Yeah, yeah for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. for. For us as individuals, maybe not for the team. Individuals? What do you mean? Never mind. I'm just going to move on. Are you? Nope. Never mind. Going to the Lakeland Flying Tigers. Um, Lakeland is playing the Dunedin Blue Jays on the road this week and won 11-3 last night. Uh, Christian Mendoza is heating up. He went 2-4 for and picked up three RBIs in the win. After finishing up their series in Dunedin, they returned to Lakeland and hosted Daytona Tortugas next week. So very excited to have them. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of... um... Amazing young talent. Christian Mendoza, one of them, as you mentioned. Uh, big game. Big game last night. And I might be able to see Casey Mice in the future as he uh, potentially does, has a uh, rehab start here in Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk local events, Jenna. What are some of our top local events coming up in the area? So this weekend we have the USFA States. Um, that is going to be a softball event at Auburndale Softball Complex, Bartow Softball Complex, and Christina Park in Lakeland. Then we have our much-awaited, the Hurricane Expo 2022, where if you go, you will see Abby. Um, Shout out Abby! Right yeah. Yeah. Abby. So that's June 11th at the Visitor Center. The first 300 families will receive a free case of water, one per family. Um, hurricane shelter maps will be available as well as a list of resources to help prepare for a hurricane. Um, local vendors will also be on site to talk about their products and services, including air conditioning repair, roofing, tree trimming, insurance, screen repair, and much more. Um, then we have next week, we have the, nope, not next week, this week, Battle of the Border. That is an adult softball um, at Westside Park in Southwest Park in Lakeland. We then have the GSA Sunshine Classic Youth Baseball out at Diamond Plex in Winter Haven. And then finally, we have the USTA National Championship, United States Tumbling and Twirling That's Association. What I was about. Yes, yes, yes. I know my stuff. They're having their national championship at the Advent Fieldhouse in Winter Haven, June 10th through the 12th. Amazing. Didn't get into all of our events, unfortunately, but if you want to check them out for more information about sports and events in Polk County, log on to www.centralfloridasports.com and visit centralflorida.org or give us a call and ask for Abby. She loves answering the phone. Give us a call at 863-551-4750 for Jenna, for Abby, Eric in the studio, Mark Mark McCollum, excuse me. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you next week.